Hey, hey, everyone. This episode of Horror Movie Talk is brought to you by us and our exclusive live event. It's exclusive because you got to buy a ticket to it at Kiggins Theater in downtown Vancouver, Washington. We're really excited about these screenings. Um, it's called the Kiggins Cult of Horror. It's a fun and educational series of horror film screenings this week. If you're listening to the new release of this episode this Friday on March 25th, we're screening The Exorcist, and uh, we're going to start out with some really fun audience interaction things and set the tone and really get excited as a group of horror fans to watch one of the best horror movies ever made. In my opinion, the best horror movie ever. Um, and we have a whole series. So in April 22nd, we're doing The Burbs, May 27th. We're doing The Fly, uh, David Cronenberg's The Fly, and June 24th, Hereditary. So please, uh, if you're in the Portland or Vancouver area, please come and support um, the Kickins Theater and build the horror community together as a cult. And we're really excited because we've started hearing that people from far-flung areas of the U.S. are, are coming uh, to these screenings that are listeners of horror movie talk. So if you have it within your means, or if you've been looking for an excuse to take a trip out to the Pacific Northwest, come and join us. We'll go hang out at a bar afterward. Yeah. And, uh, you can pay David $5,000 to eat your shit. 6,000. He'll gladly do it. Oh, it's 6,000 now. Oh no. Oh, was it, was it 5,000? It was 5,000. Okay. 5,000. Okay. I thought you were, no, getting I, too, uh, look, I'm not hoity toity for us. I'm not now. splitting hairs here. I'll eat, I'll eat shit for the right price. Hello, and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 always get priority but we also review older horror movies both good and horrible uh, uh, uh. wow that didn't sound good hello and welcome to the kindler kindler <laughs> kinder gentler horror movie talk david how was your day Oh, it was great. It's uh, it literally just started, so okay. we're all it's all good. Hey, if you're new to the show, I'm, I'm Bryce Hansen. Across from me, it's David Day. We're the hosts of Horror Movie Talk. We uh, prioritize new releases. We cover one horror movie a week on Wednesday, so please subscribe and leave us a review if you like us. If you don't like us, just stop listening and then go away. You know what? Actually, we received a a, a review that com- that was exactly the way I think people should do reviews, um, which is like they were like, "Look, there's too many ad- there's now there's too many ads." Which yeah, we do have more ads now. It goes to pay for the free show that we produce. Um, so, um, but they were nice. They gave us five stars and just you know let us know that mm-hmm. they didn't appreciate the ads. Which thank you. I appreciate the feedback. And uh, yeah, there's going to be more ads, but like I said, it, it does go to keep the lights on here. So yeah, you know. Th- but thank you for the five star review. That's a nice thing to do. Um, 
If you haven't um, visited, go to horrormovietalk.com. There you'll find links to all of our social media as well as all of our past episodes. Um, we host a watch party every second Saturday of the month, so go to streamlounge.io to join us there. Um, if you want to call and leave us a voicemail, 682-253-4468 is the number to call. Uh, we're going to start out the show by giving a brief synopsis and review of the movie we're reviewing, which this week is X. X, the Eliminator. No, no, it's not X, the Eliminator. It's just X. Right. And um, we'll give it our score from 1 to 10, 1 being a miserable dredge, where it makes you angry that you watched it, 5 being an average film that hits all the expected marks, and 10 being so good it transcends genre boundaries. After we give our score, we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film. So if you haven't seen X yet, you can listen up to that point and then bounce and then come back after you watch it to uh, commiserate with us. Uh, Later, we're going to be doing a couple games. Number one will be a no-brainer. It's called Horror Movie or Porno, which is really apropos for this movie. Yeah, I mean, also, it doesn't always have to be... It's not mutually exclusive sometimes. Right. Like in this movie. Exactly. And then we'll be uh, listening to our voicemail in a bit we call Horror Movie Whores. Do so, we have enough now? Have people called in? There's always enough. Well, there wasn't enough last week. I would. There was three calls last week. That's not enough. Yeah. Do we really need to? Well, it's just your opinion, man. Uh, so before we get, Bryce is angry today. <laughs> angry at me for for insinuating. Uh, so we went and saw X, and it was explicit. Here's the trailer. Farmer's daughter, take one. I need to be famous, Wayne. All the best people are. There ain't nobody else out there like you. You know why? Why? Because you got that X factor. Our days of struggling may soon be over. Hollywood, here we come. This is it. Our own studio backlog. You're looking for a place to stay. Oh, yes, sir. That's one ugly son of a bitch. And my wife, Pearl, is next door. So I would appreciate a little discretion. You don't know what we're doing, does he? Well, it's better to beg for forgiveness and ask for permission. Would you like to come inside? Supplies. I want to be in the movie. Well, you can't. The story can't just change midway through. If Daddy catches us, there's no telling what he might do. My wife is not well. It happens after dark. Skulls when I see 
What? Are you all right? No. Inside. What do you think is on it? I see one goddamn fucked up horror picture. X can be found in theaters now. I think it's kind of on a limited release schedule. It's an A24 film. If you know where A24 films are shown near you, it's probably there. Um... In the halcyon days of mid-coke pre-AIDS 1979, a fledgling porn production crew sets off to rural Texas to try and film the next mainstream breakout porno, porno a la Debbie Does Dallas. Texas is so hot right now, <laughs> I tell you. Yeah. They find an old farmhouse to rent from an elderly couple and try to hide the production from the conservative and suspicious owners. They are eventually discovered by Pearl, the elderly farmer's wife, and she takes a cotton to Mia Goth's Maxine. Soon, the porno people find themselves in danger and fight for their lives to escape a possible Texas pitchfork massacre. If you're wondering uh, what a straight-ahead A24 slasher looks like, here it is. It has the gore and body count of a slasher and the artsy-fartsy shot composition and character focus of an A24 film. Is this an elevated slasher? Not quite, but it does put in more effort towards character development and the theme exploration um, than any Friday the 13th film is ever going to do. <laughs> um, the film explores the themes of youth and ambition, as well as the inverse of old age and lost opportunities. A touch of religious judgment is sprinkled in there in the form of a TV preacher, but that's really to flavor the setting and not integral to the story. I really like this film, and it was and was fully engaged throughout. It doesn't go too far into A24 avant-garde territory, but references it in an almost tongue-in-cheek way that is entertaining. To say that this is more than a slasher is probably giving it more credit than it deserves, but there are some great scenes that build tension and dread that don't necessarily fit in the regular slasher tropes. If you're wondering if there's nudity, X gonna give it to you. <laughs> X gonna give to you. There is plenty of nudity. Um, tits, side boob, and dick silhouette galore in this film, putting X up against recent slashers such as Scream 2022, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022, and Studio 666. It makes them look like prudes. Yeah. Well. Uh, oh, in terms of in terms of nudity. nudity. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we get to see the massive dick silhouette of Kid Cudi. <laughs> That's Kid Cudi. Is it though? Day and night. <laughs> the Lonely Stoner. See, I'm uh, like I said in the theater, like, or I, I think I did this on the uh, quick take. I don't know what to believe anymore. Yeah, don't after, believe anything. after I watched Pam and Tommy. Like it, those prosthetics. The prosthetic dick and prosthetic boobs. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you can't tell it's not Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson. It's probably a hate crime to question it. <laughs> they okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, I highly recommend this film. Um, 
it really pulled off um, the slasher uh, A24 vibe both. And uh, I hope they do more films like this, which just puts a little more effort into showing people get slaughtered, you know. And thank you for the boobs. I, I just got to say, like, can we can we get back to a time where we can show boobs on film and not worry about, I don't know, wondering if it's exploitational? I don't know. I mean, yeah. Just actually, work it into the story. Make all, every every uh, film about a porno production. Look, they, then, were, they were so gratuitous with the boobage that I actually feel a little bit like being like, maybe hold... Hold it back a little bit. I saw <laughs> there were some uh, very alarming, um, mournful tits in this. That uh, yeah, they were probably fake. But um, I just was, I did lost all my chub. It was just. Did it ever show Pearl's tits? Yes, I don't remember it was, that. It was not. I always thought they kind of like. Into oh, you, that, but you never just, got to You it. just blocked that out, huh? I guess. You lucky oh. man. No, I'm. do you have more? Uh, no, that's it other than the, the score. Um, yeah, well, how do you score it? I really liked it. Like, I, it was really engaging. I never, like, was checking my watch at no. all. No. And um, for a slasher, this is, it's always such an accomplishment for me to, like. To like a slasher. To like a slasher. Yeah. Yeah. And for me to be entertained by it yeah um so yeah i give it a nine out of ten i think it's a i think it's a must see of the year so far it's probably the best horror movie new release of the year yeah i completely agree um i don't i think it's definitely a nine out of ten that's where i'm going with this as well i use you mentioned that you'd like to see more of this from a24 but i feel like I feel like uh, this exception to the norm is what makes it special. I think if we got more of this, like this is such a weird, like, man, all this meta horror now, it just see it every, now, now that I'm keyed into it, now uh-huh. that my brain has kind of clicked over into like looking for like these like self-referential things all mm-hmm. the time, it's almost distracting how much of it there is. And this movie's very... Very that, but uh, I I did appreciate the uh, the black blackest of black comedy in this uh, in this movie. I could not stop laughing just because Kid Cudi is in it doesn't make it a black comedy, David. Okay, you know what? That had nothing to do with it. You racialized it. That was on. <laughs> that's on you. Um. So shame. I don't see color. Um. Yeah, no, the everything about this movie is is I loved it. The casting is fabulous. The acting is fabulous. I I really really loved the choice of the the where the where the story started and where it ended up. Mm-hmm. Um I thought it was going to go a little bit more Suspiria 2018 with it and get mm-hmm. really fucking just very strange. Right. But instead it just got Pretty darn strange, not very, very strange. Right, right. Um, but all that being said, um, it kept me guessing the whole way through. Didn't check my watch. I was just, uh, yeah, I was aroused in parts. I was disgusted in others. I was strangely aroused in places. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, it brought a, brought everything. Mia Goth. I'm a, uh, now. I'm a big fan of her. 
Um, also, uh, speaking of Suspiria, twenty eighteen. Yeah, she was, she in, was that. in that. Yeah, and uh, Martin Henderson is the uh, the producer slash director mm-hmm. of this. Uh, you know, in in the story, and uh, I liked I liked him a lot too. He's he's great. He's mm-hmm. just did a fabulous job. So yeah, I really liked it. A lot. Mm-hmm. All the different choices were a lot of fun, and um, this is the slasher that I put above all others now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, it was it was great. So. Great. So uh, before we get into spoilers, let's just do a couple plugs. First of all, if you're one of the people that's wondering where all these commercials are coming from, it's because we are trying to make money off of the podcast, and we're unapologetic unapologetic about it so if you want to avoid those you can always go to our patreon and pay the six dollars and sixty cent tier it's only six dollars and sixty cents cents a month that's 22 cents a day all right so for 22 cents a day you can get not only you can adopt horror movie talk yeah you can adopt our podcast and you get access to a whole two years of a whole nother podcast called the afterpod plus early access releases of this podcast with no ads and all the whole catalog of this podcast with no ads so yes and lots of other tiers that you can check out as well um we've got a shop where we sell our logo t logo tees at horrormovietalk.com slash shop also please check out our resident artist dustin gobel if the artwork for the episode caught your eye that's because dustin gobel is an awesome artist you can find him at instagram at dgobel00 that's at d-g-o-e-b-e-l-0-0 and if you ask him nicely he might do a commission for you call 682-253-4468 to give us your input in the form of a voicemail and you'll hear you might hear yourself in a later episode like this one thanks again for listening let's get into spoilers I have bad news, Bryce. What? Very so bad boogie news. Boogeyman or boogeyman? No. Out? No, much worse than that. You may have to, if once I give you this news, you may have to stop recording this because, um, uh, what, what's their name? Uh, Red Letter Media just released their review of Pam and Tommy. <gasps> oh, just now. Oh, no. Seconds ago. All right, we got to pause it. We got to watch this. <laughs> And we're back. <laughs> so first, before you even get into the movie, <laughs> so, okay, I mean, so there was the trailers. We don't usually talk about the trailers before, but this one just stood out. And it was... <laughs> That's right. It was great. So I think David's going to have a different take on this than, than me. But I fucking died. There was... <laughs> There was this trailer, and it was very looked very much like um, uh, what's it called this uh, the the turn of the screw type of movie. There was a girl in like a old house and walking around the grounds, and there was spooky groundskeepers or spooky people kind of in the distance, and the tension ramps up, and then it just the title card just says. 
men. And, and everybody in the theater was stone cold silent. And, and that just made it even funnier to me. And I was just like, men. It was like, there was like a, like this was a great ramp up, by the way. Like this, this trailer was right. crafted well. Like yeah. I was upset. I was ready. I was like, wow, this is going to be badass. And then it's like, men. And I was like, oh shit. See, I love it. And I'm looking forward to it. Oh yeah, same here. So not so this is the exact experience I had with seeing the trailer for Get Out. Mm-hmm. This was like yeah. the Men. the experience of like watching something and realizing like, Men. oh wait a minute, this is this is a commentary because this is a horror movie for black people and the scariest thing to black people is white people uh-huh <laughs> said so get out yeah. and i was just i remember seeing it and being so tickled yeah because because it's by jordan peele and you're like he's from key and peele so mm-hmm. he gets what he's doing yeah and i was so amped up to see it and it's just it's, was such out of left field for it yeah. to say men <laughs> realize that was the title of the movie ew so now i assume we're getting the horror movie for women which is the scariest thing for women is men men dude why are you and she like would say things like throughout the trailer that was like why are you doing this to me (laughs) men oh my god i just Oh, I I just I have no We were we were laughing so hard for minutes after that trailer. It, because I mean partially because of the trailer and then partially because the whole theater was stone cold silent. <laughs> and and we were giggling like little girls, uh-huh. little little schoolboys uh-huh. about the title being men <laughs> like literally doing the thing that's like the movies like men and here we are two grown men be like oh, no. <laughs> and uh we're the worst <laughs> well like and it's not even that it's just it's also ridiculous to this thing where it's like we have to other everybody all the time we have to like it has to oh everybody's just equal we ha- we're all the same and then it's like oh but men though <laughs> like oh oh you know white people and it's like okay well which is it (laughs) i can't i can't get enough of this thing where it's like oh but everybody's the same everybody's equal all the time but also not white men (laughs) oh fuck those guys (laughs) it's like okay there's an element of it that's that's absurd to me because it does the exact opposite of what they hope Mm -hmm. to do Mm -hmm. so i don't know that that element was well, we've had a pretty good run. You know? Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's one of these things where it's like, eh, you go ahead, have a good time with it. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I don't know why you're mad at me. <laughs> like, I didn't. I, I'm not part of this. <clears throat> so, anyways that that was uh, the Man. start of the experience. So that really set the tone for enjoyment. Really, men. Um, and then the movie started. Starts out with a pretty. I mean, it's almost like carbon copy of the start of studio 666 which is cops outside the building oh yeah like investigating there's a trail of blood there's a hatchet on the ground yeah there's this new thing where you got to start 
the movie with the end of the movie mm-hmm. all the time. That's it's the rule. You can't you can't start the movie with the start. That's fucked out. I don't know if that's a new thing. Well, it's definitely a thing that's happening a lot. Yeah. Um, and then it it jumps to twenty four hours earlier, which is interesting that all of this took place within twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fucking in twenty four hours. Well, I mean, it's just a, that's just a a reference point kind of thing. Is that not how it is for you? <laughs> so it's a, set in nineteen seventy nine, and uh, we know that because there's copious amounts of coke <laughs> throughout. Um, so 1979, this is the year after Debbie Does Dallas came out. Right. Apparently, like, Deep Throat and Debbie Does Dallas was like, they were huge phenomenon. Oh, I mean, Debbie Does Dallas was a huge phenomenon for decades. Yeah. Like, like it set the bar so amazingly high, uh, for debauched porn right <laughs> or like for take home video porn mm-hmm. that it's like and and i i believe it is a big gangbang have you ever seen it no yeah a lot of i'm not into the gangbang stuff i'm not yeah i don't like that what about you is that your thing no oh oh you are not at all i don't know i'm your not face i don't want to betray any of my porn Likes or dislikes. Well, I feel like it's a why? losing game. Why? I, I, what benefit is there for me to reveal what turns me on? Well, there's going to be some live shows coming up, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, everyone knows Bryce loves a gangbang. Let's get together and surprise him. Ew. Ew. Ew, David. Ew, no, David. Oh, my God. Ew, David. I like those booties. I'm just saying. I we talked about my sexual preferences mm-hmm. last episode. Yeah, maybe. maybe I mean, this does it seems like this is an apropos episode to go. Sure. See what you're yeah. all about. What's your thing? I wish it were that simple, David. <laughs> no, what turns me on is culturally and politically untenable, and you know I can't express that. No, I don't. Could know. it could it be summed up in the trailer we saw before this movie? <laughs> 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 um, not that there's anything wrong with that that's totally I'm, I'm you know sure copacetic um what was i gonna say so they're they're kind of aspiring to take advantage of the the big swell of mainstream acceptance of porn so i mean this is back in the 70s has there always been a groundswell of acceptance in the mainstream of porn or because it feels like that's what we talk about now is like, oh, porn is just ubiquitous and everyone accepts it now. It's like, but people are going to like theaters back then. It's like, doesn't that seem more acceptable and less shameful to like go out in public that's, and watch porn? Seems more acceptable to you? No, that seems like it puts a... a- a insanely high barrier to entry on uh, putting your face to a place and a thing uh, is much worse than, you know, sitting holed up in, you know, in your house and just masturbating like you would anyway. Suddenly you have to put up or shut up, so to speak. Well, I know I'm not, I, it would be more difficult, but I mean, the fact that it's out there in theaters that are known, it's like, 
It's a real problem. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> that's a that's an upsetting thought that that they can take pictures of you walking in and out of places, <laughs> and only you know, there's Jerry. You know, we all know Jerry goes to these things. You don't want to be a Jerry, do you, Bryce? So let's give our cast of characters. So we've got um, the the main character is really Mia Goss. She plays Maxine, um, and she is the girlfriend of the producer, uh, played by Martin Henderson, um, Wayne. Wayne. And then the other porn actress is Bobby Lynn, played by Brittany Snow, which you might have seen in uh, Pitch Perfect 1 through 3. And uh, she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's. they're all very uniquely pretty people. Um, and then the porn star man is Jackson, played by Kid Cudi. And the camera operator is RJ, played by Owen Campbell. So, and ladies, oh, uh, yeah. And then he, his girlfriend is running the sound that's played by Jenna Ortega and that character's name is Lorraine. I'll just say ladies, if, if you're familiar, uh, or, you know, um, you know, dudes that aren't too proud to admit that they watch Virgin River, uh, you'll, you'll remember Martin Henderson as the main character of Virgin River, the Hallmark movie made for uh, Netflix, huh? Which is, it's just a, it's just a real roller coaster. Wow! Can you fill us in on the the plot of Virgin River? I sure could. It would take a while though, because there's three seasons. So, oh, we, it's a show. Yeah, we got we fingers crossed for season four coming out in the fall. So, you know, okay. I okay. F- first of all, before we get too deep in this, um. I was very confused because I thought Owen Campbell was uh, Keenan Cul- Kieran Culkin for the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, one of the Culkins. I thought he was the youngest Culkin. Yeah, uh, and you thought he was the middle Culkin. Yeah, I mean, he looked like yeah. Kieran Culkin. Oh yeah. Uh, well, no, the other Culkin. There was something, whichever one it is. It's not. It's not Kevin from Home Alone. Um, it's not Macaulay. Right. Um, but yeah, it was not Kieran Culkin at all. And then also this was, it was the poor man's Kieran Culkin, but also Martin Henderson. I said this and you completely disagree, but I still stand by it. I think Martin Henderson is, is the poor man's Luke Wilson. That's absurd. Uh, Luke Wilson. Like if you said Owen Wilson, it would have made some sense, but the fact that you're sticking to like, I think that's absurd. You can look on IMDb. There's a couple photos when he has long hair. Where, where that are like, like that's, the, that are, yeah, there's a couple photos that are like the Bigfoot tapes that are blurry and far away. Where they, well, that's the thing. If you squint your eyes just right. That's just, the that's the beauty no. of the poor man's because it's, no. it's, it reminds you of it, but it doesn't necessarily have to look anything like them, you know. Okay, so your other example looks is the actual spinning image of Kieran Culkin, and this one looks nothing like Luke Wilson well, at all. I mean, and if you somehow, look at- somehow it works because it doesn't work. No, Kieran uh, Owen Wilson doesn't look anything like Kieran Culkin. If you look at most of the pictures, right? Owen Wilson and Kieran Culkin look nothing alike. Yes, thank you. You've just no Owen Campbell. I said the, you said the guy Owen that Wilson. Plays RJ. 
It's, you know, sometimes it's by the vibe, you know? No. No. Like, this is wrong. I'll go with you. You are absolutely 100% correct that Owen Campbell looks very, very similar to Kieran Culkin. I will this agree. Movie. I will agree to that very, 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 very much. But the other example does not hold water. Mm, I agree to disagree. But I will say, Martin Henderson, uh, wow, that man is fit. He's got the cum gutters. Yeah. He's got every, like, wow, wee. Um, yeah, so the the only, like, kind of like a wink to the audience around being an A24 film in my eyes is that RJ has this ambition to, (laughs) you know, use the avant-garde French filmmaking style to make this porn. Yeah. And there's, after that point, there's several shots where it's, or the transitions between um, scenes has this back and forth, like jump back and forth between scenes or like this yeah. um, jarring juxtaposi- juxtaposition between shots that that call back to that avant-garde statement. And it's it's cool. It, it works in the film, I think. Yeah, it definitely, um, it kind of subverts your expectations or, or no, I, I guess I should say, I went into this movie with certain expectations because it was an A24 movie. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, I expect A24 things from it. And then it, it the movie is very aware of that. You know, it's like they're going to they're coming into this expecting A24, so we'll give them that, but also we're going to give them the actual give it to you. They're going to give we're going to give <laughs> you the actual opposite of that mm-hmm. as a whole on the for the whole package. Right. So to speak. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, we talked about it briefly, but I think the most important thing about this movie is, can I see one today? Yes. 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 Um, I don't know what, what more is there to say? I mean, there's That's plenty the of them, and it's great, you know? <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, there's, uh, I mean, it's a porn. I mean, I would have liked to see, like, actual penetration yeah. of, the, of yeah. the vagina in the uh, in the butt, and maybe the maybe the mouth, mm-hmm. maybe ears. Mm-hmm. Also, like, uh, like um, sucking wounds, you know? Like, wounds. Uh, also, yeah, what? oh, yeah, yeah, like penetration of the wounds, you know, like. Jesus. And then and then just keep on going with that. Oh, right. Down that road, mm-hmm. you know. Just Yeah. It's um you know, they always they always just tease you. You know, it's like, "Oh, we're going to give you a horror movie that's about porn and then they just give you a horror movie." Uh-huh. With a couple of boobs and you're supposed to be so happy with that. Mm-hmm. It's like, "Why can't you just You know, there are porno horror movies. There's porns that are horror movies. Porns that are horror movies. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. W- what are they? Um, I've seen ones where there's like alien invasions. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Hey, you've seen these? 
Well, I mean, for research purposes, we're going to be. I mean, we are going to be playing horror porno today. There is one. There is one version of horror porno that I pulled clips from a alien invasion or like a kind of a slasher movie where they they fuck the women or something like that. Then what are we doing? Why are we reviewing these actual horror movies and not horror pornos? And by the way, do you remember? Like back in like 2004 or five when that like high production porno came out called Pirates and it was it was like capitalizing on the success of Pirates of the Caribbean and it and they had a it had a cover that was just that looked just like like a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Uh Do you remember that Pirates? Yeah, I think it's. Is it still like the highest production porn ever? It very well may be. I don't know. But I remember my my boss at the time. I was in construction at the time. Uh, my boss being like, dude, it's the best, dude, dude. Like he was, I don't know, 10 years old. And I was like 18 or 19. And he was like, dude, you got to see this. It's fucking crazy. And he lent it to me. And I was like, this is what you're excited about? Like, it's a. It's a shitty porno with high production quality. And he's like, dude, it's like those tits. I was like, what? What's happening? Why why isn't there some like like even at that point I was like way more fucked up than Where's him. the story? <laughs> no, I was like way more like expecting a lot more out of my uh-huh. I don't like I was Where's the gaping? Yeah, well, where's the prolapse? Well, where's the prolapse to uh, everything? You know, why why are why are there smiles on these people's faces? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the dead eyes? <laughs> Why is there still a glimmer of hope in those eyes? <laughs> why? Why did I? Why did? Why am I not crying? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I mean, th- think about it now. When's the last time there's been a notable porn? Yeah, Debbie does Dallas, really. No, I mean like <laughs> pirates. There have been phenomenon yeah. porns. Oh yeah. Yeah. Up until I don't know, two thousands. Uh-huh. Like early two thousands. And we just talked about Pam and Tommy. Like that was huge. Mm. And like I mean it, it moved over a lot to like celebrity sex tapes because it went to Paris Hilton. Yeah. For a little while. And I think that was kind of the end of, like, the notable newsworthy, newsworthy, yeah. like the viral porn, you know? <laughs> newsworthy porn. Yeah. Who's your go-to uh, actress? Oh, um, I can't re- I I never remember names. There's a couple that, um, no, let's That's see. That's got to be a protection thing. I don't remember name. No, there's one. There's like a what's her name, Angelica something. She goes by a couple different names. Um, but th- this is back. It's pretty outdated now. This is back in like mid two thousands. Don't remember names. Angelica Ebby, I think it is. Oh, and then I don't know anybody about that. There was another one. I can't remember what her name is. Uh, something white. Oh, okay. That's just racist. 
But every time I see something like, oh, porn star, like <laughs> this is a notable porn star, I look at it and I'm like, why though? Like I don't, I don't get it. Most of the time when someone's like, dude, this is the most ridiculous, like everyone loves this porn star. And I look at it and I'm like, it's just looks like every siliconed up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Run of the mill porn actresses that you see ever. And maybe I'm just not, maybe I just haven't gotten to their catalog enough. Yeah. To where I dig, really see, really got to dig know, in there. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's, I'm not, I, I don't go by name. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, well, I just go by depravity, you know. In this one, Mia, how many tears there are? Or what, what's her name? Uh, Mia Goth. Mia Goth. She's kind of the she, she's she plays Maxine, and uh, apropos of her name, there's an X in the middle of her name, and she's got the X factor, right? Right. That's why this is named X, is because uh, anyway, that's what Martin Henry, that's what Wayne's character keeps. X don't give it to you. Yeah, and she sure does. She throws it mm-hmm. back. And I kind of liked, yeah, so they get into shooting the porn pretty quickly and, and the whole while they call this one, they call the, the, the sound girl Lorraine, they call her church mouse. Mm -hmm. And the whole time church mouse is kind of like taking this all in. Mm -hmm. She's like, what is going on here? They're just, they, they know each other, but they're fucking each other. And Mm -hmm. like, he's her girlfriend, but she's having sex with this other guy. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, she's like, she's like, what, how, why? And, and finally it all comes out this one evening when, you know, after they've shot a bunch of porn, um, she's like, she asks him, she's like, like, how do you do this? Like, don't you love each other? And they're like, look, it's all, this isn't real. It's just mm-hmm. for the, it's just like for the shoot, man. It's just business, baby. It's, bus- it's just business. Like, you, you, you're going to let some man tell you? It's just business. It's just business. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite Wizards with Guns video. If you guys have, uh, I've been, tr- I got them to agree to come on the podcast a couple months ago. But uh, they're hard to get a hold of these wizards with guns. I love these guys on YouTube. They ha- they are the smartest like like uh, sketch comedy kids, hmm. uh, new co- up and comer. I love them. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's just business. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so yeah, it's just business to these to and and Lorraine is the you know is the cameraman's girlfriend, mm-hmm. and she's and finally she like is like. I want to do it. I want to be in the... I want to get fucked. Yeah, I want to get fucked by uh, Kid Cudi. And it's basically like the plot of a porn movie. Right. It's like, hmm, It's yeah. like suddenly huh. it becomes meta yeah. in and of itself, and you're like... It's like, hmm, you watch people get fucked, and then you want to get fucked. This made me feel concerned. <laughs> like, how did this moment strike you? Because, because the the... I went into this with Lorraine and RJ, the cameraman uh-huh. and the and the set. I was like, "Oh, they're the the good. They're the ones that are going to survive. They're the good couple, right? You know, mm. like they're not mm-hmm. messing around. They love each other, and they're not like in it for fame or glory." Mm-hmm. And then when she was like, "Yeah, I want to try," I was like, Ugh! "I was like, oh no, please no, Lorraine, don't. You're going to mess up your." You're going to mess up your thing with RJ, and RJ was upset, and it was just all a very upsetting thing. Huh. Did that not strike you? No, it didn't strike me. Really? No. 
I was very concerned. I mean, it was it's interesting character development just because you you have an outsider come in and starts out kind of judging it or you know seeing it as depraved or whatever, and then realizing as she's watching it that like oh this is this is interesting or this is like I could see how this is a you know, worthwhile thing or there's beauty in it or, or whatever she said. Mm-hmm. And this always c- calls into question like this weird dichotomy of like, um, of, uh, I don't know how to put this, but like the feminist adoption of porn or of sexuality and saying like, um, no, I'm, I'm empowered mm-hmm. and I'm going to take part in porn as an empowered sexual person. But what you're taking part in is like just on the surface, exploitational towards women. (laughs) Like it's, I mean, almost as a definition. Yeah. I mean, it's hard not to, well, it's it's really, it's really hard to find porn that isn't like on the surface putting women as objects for exploitation. Right, because you know? it's all geared towards men. Right. It's and then... Mu- mu- I mean, the vast, vast, vast majority of it. Right. And then you see, like, these porn actresses that are like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, doing what I want, and, like, I'm empowered to use my body how I want, and and then they're, like, getting face-fucked and, like, gagging. Well, I mean, guy's dick. well, th- both can be true, though. You know, it's like, yeah. I, I mean, that's that's the the problem is everything is multifaceted. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of yes, different- I'm I'm gagging and throwing up because someone's shoving their cock to my throat, but you're not appreciating it on as many levels as I do. <laughs> no, I mean, there's something to that, though. You know, because I mean. You know, there's just a lot of holes. <laughs> there's a hole for everyone, you know? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Steve-O. <laughs> Welcome. Where did you come from? <laughs> oh, dude. A lot of people were pointing out rightly how good your your impression of Steve-O, Steve-O throwing up is. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's ridiculously good i uh i I, I gotta say i watch it every night i watch (laughs) i watch steve throw up (laughs) he's very uh he's got a not a lot of range is that is that the end of jackass is like jackass six is just gonna be all of them just face fucking each other (laughs) and throwing up just like i was i was saying last night because we're we're watching uh, the the end of the Wild Boys, and it just gets more and more gratuitous with Steve-O throwing up. Um, and and I started I started thinking, you know, it's Steve-O's like King Midas in reverse. <laughs> Everything he touches just turns to vomit. <laughs> Everything in that show eventually he just throws up. Uh-huh. He's just and as soon as he t- sometimes he, he's holding like the little dried up frog that he's going to eat uh-huh. and then he, he's just holding it in his hand and he starts t- gagging. He, <laughs> you know, he's just um 
Let's see. So bring in the elderly couple now, because so, yeah, so, these are upsetting. This is a weird, like, it's got, like, this effervescent feel of, like, ugh, they're kind of, like, sexual, but angry. and Right. So, I mean, we see the old farmer first, and he he basically is very weary or leery of, of this group of kids, because... He didn't know there was going to be more than one person, and they looked untrustworthy. And they were, you know, kind of throwing shade at him. And uh, and he's really aggressive. Like, he's right. got a gun right out the bat. Right. Well, I mean, if you've been to Texas, it's not even that aggressive. Um, that's pretty, you know, that's pretty standard for Texas of answering your door with a shotgun. I mean. Is it? In rural Texas. I don't know. Is it? You you do know. I mean, it's I'd, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, okay. Have you been greeted with a shotgun other day? I mean, I've been yelled at in rural Oregon for just stopping on the side of the road several times. I remember that. That I I was I part of that? No. But twice. Like two road trips in a row, we just stopped on the side of the road once to let when we were bringing back Meg, Meg when she was a puppy. Yeah. To go pee on the side of the road. That's right. And then once, because Penny had to throw up, both times, immediately, someone came out to yell at us to get off their property. Go on, get out. The first one, the one with Meg, he had a shotgun. Wow. So, we're talking about Oregon, you know. Texas, they don't, you know, you don't mess with Texas. Uh, so, yeah, so the the old man, and then he's kind of protective of, of his wife, and he's he basically says, like, don't. Don't let my wife see you guys fucking, you know, because he knows what's going on. He doesn't seem to know what, exactly what's going on. Um, and then eventually the old woman is, we're, we're shown, and she's like creeping on Mia Goth. Mia Goth goes and skinny dips in this river. And this is one of the absolute best scenes in the film. Like, this was my favorite it was moment very, in oof, the film. I was, woo, it was and, very upsetting. And this is a pretty artful scene yeah because it shows me a goth it's a really wide shot so it's like a helicopter shot looking directly down into me a goth like floating you know like she's on a crucifix and uh she's in the center of the frame and then she decides to swim back and then we see off to the right of the frame entering is an alligator just swimming towards her like a volkswagen beetle sized alligator yeah. just like and so we see her swimming towards the the dock and this alligator gaining on her and just the timing and the framing of it it was Oof. so effective yeah i was i was I you was, were really squirming i didn't it was very upsetting to see like ooh, because it's ugh, yeah it was yeah, i did not like that um and the whole time the old lady is creeping you know Oh yeah, she's right up in there. And she's like looking at her and um and then later in the in the day, I guess since it was 24 hours, um Mia Goth was looking for someone, right? What was happening? You're going to have to remind me of what what you're talking. Mia Goth about. went up by the house or something and went inside and was talking with the old lady and I can't remember the circumstances. Yeah, the old lady beckoned her. She was up on the porch 
And she was like, hey, she was like motioning to her like, hey, come on up here. Come, come along, little girl. Yeah. And uh, and so she did. And and she invited her inside for lemonade. And it was, ugh, it was very um, awkward lemonade. Yeah. And it was really a lot about like the old lady kind of, again, creeping on Mia Goth and kind of like expressing this mournful aspect of she used to be pretty like Mia Goth. Yeah. And then she lost it and she had dreams, you know, and Mia Goth's character's whole thing is like, she's going to be famous and she's looking forward to the future that she's going to be big and people are going to love her. Yeah. And that you get the sense that that's what this old lady's younger life was. Yeah. It's all in front of Mia, you know, like all of this stuff is it's, all this success is on, it's on its way. And then, yeah, the know, old lady, her name's Pearl. Pearl. It's all behind her. It's all behind her. She used to be a gorgeous dancer. And then, you and know, her husband would do anything for her. And her husband went off to war. Two times. And, um, so yeah, that's all happening. Did you, she, in the, but, but in this scene, like Pearl reaches out and like touches, uh, Mia's side, Max, is it Maxine? Uh-huh. She touches, like, right next to her boob. And, yeah, because Mia Goth is just wearing overalls, and that's it. And, so, lots of side boob. And Maxine looks over, and she's like, what are you doing? And she's like, don't tell anyone. This will be our little thing. And and she's like, what? She's like, what little thing? What are you talking about? Yeah, and that was, that moment for me was like... <laughs> Almost the whole movie. Right. It's like, what are you doing, old pervy weirdo? And the old pervy weirdo being like, it's okay. It's just between us. And, and you being like, wait, what? What's, what are you talking about? It's just bet- the thing where you just touched my side? Is that what's between us? Yeah. Okay. So at this point, like, we're introduced to the old characters. And I think notable is the fact that they're they're in makeup. So it's very obvious that these are not, like actually super old people that they're young people in makeup it's kind of the same thing with uh um midnight mass we're like yeah well this is obvious and so i kind of expected it to be a thing i expected it to be kind of like an m night Shyamalan, like oh they're gonna trade their old i thought it was gonna be like a vulture thing where they take people's youth and turn young themselves or something like that and it wasn't that at all. There was really no point to having them in makeup as young people. Do you know who played Pearl? Uh, no, I, no, I don't. It was also Mia Goth. No way. Yeah. Wow. Talk about another callback to Suspiria 2018. Right. Weird. Uh, weird. And the and the farmer, I think, I can't remember his name, but I th- there's a... Credit to Howard. Howard. Stephen Ur. Stephen Ur. Yuri, maybe? Maybe. Um, but yeah, he was heavily in makeup too. So it's like I almost wondered, like, why what was the point of that? Why wouldn't they just cast old people? Like not even like super old people, but like someone in their sixties that could play old. No, it's you know? a, it's a good question. Um 
Yeah, this is part of like a weird trifecta now that's in my head about old people. There's not very, I mean, there's not a tremendous amount of horror about old people, but the ones, but I'm a huge fan, huge fan. Right. This of the is ones that are. The, of the ones that are. There's The Visitors, uh, which is an M. Night Shyamalan. Have you seen that movie yet? I haven't seen it yet. Whew. Whew. We got to do that one because it is primo old people yeah. horror. And then there's The Taking of Deborah Logan, uh-huh. uh, which I'm a big fan of. You didn't like quite as much, but uh, still pretty. It was good. Yeah, still pretty good. Yeah. This thing where it's like old people are scary. I'm kind of like on board with that. <laughs> yes. A little bit. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. Steven, you're played like. Every single goblin and gremlin right. in Lord of the Rings. Right. So he is used to being in heavy, heavy, heavy duty makeup, and he was the grandpa in this. Right. What if they had, had recast Maggie Smith as Pearl? Maggie Smith? So, so uh, <laughs> look her up on IMDb, and you'll know who I'm talking about. Did you, did you ever watch Downton Abbey? No, Downtown Abbey is what Downtown I like Downtown Abbey, it. or... In uh, the Harry Potter movies, she's uh, Professor McGonagall. Oh, is that so that the old lady yeah. looking lady? Yeah. yeah. The lady who's looked like an old lady since yes. she was like 35. Right. <laughs> yeah. You sure. Or the like the or like the, the gal from The Grudge who's been an old lady in every single fucking right. movie since Friday the 13th part four or whatever it is. Or what if it was Betty White before she died? <laughs> What if Pearl was played by Betty White? Betty White would be great. Yeah, because yeah. she used to be beautiful. Yeah. I mean, not that she wasn't in her old age, but... Oh, uh, you've just portrayed yourself. I'm just this is, That's your favorite porn actress. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was kind of weird, and it never... There's not really a point to it for why they cast young people. But Other, other than the fact that, I mean, they need to be doing some physically... Uh, demanding things, kind of. I guess, but I mean, you could use stunt actors for that. Stunt cock. <laughs> Bring in the stunt cock. Um. So yeah, that was kind of weird. The the one thing, um, and this was kind of revealed in the uh, after scenes credit that I only saw half of, but after I looked it up on D- IMDb, so Ty West, I think at the same time as this movie, shot the prequel to this movie, which is going to be released later this year, called Pearl. What? Yeah. Get out of town. Starring Mia Goth as Pearl. So um, that's probably really the reason, but not really a great reason to do it. Yeah, writer-director Ty West Mm -hmm. has basically only ever done horror. I was looking at him earlier today. He did one of the VHS shorts yeah he, he did the house of the devil which i rented from hollywood video mm-hmm. in 2009 um did he a, did a couple episodes i was looking at his imdb he did a couple episodes of them yeah which was the show on amazon yeah prime that i loved he did the second cabin fever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spring fever this is probably i mean this is probably the first really big film i don't know i don't know about house of the dead or whatever it uh, it was how well received it was house of the devil house of the devil yeah no it's it's a like it's a low-key like cult classic kind of yeah. so he did a good job on this one like, oh yeah definitely definitely well made um but yeah i mean i guess that's the reason for casting mia goth for that speaking of mia, mia goth 
He did How, the sacrament. What's your uh, feeling about zero eyebrows? Oh, was that what was going on with her? Mm-hmm. She didn't have any eyebrows in that whole thing? No. I couldn't tell. I, I was like, there's something amiss. I just can't tell what. I just couldn't put my finger really? on it. Well, yeah. So, so it was, it was, it was just painfully obvious to you. Yeah, yeah. It didn't, uh, it didn't strike me right out the bat. I, I just, I just looked at her and was like, "There's something missing." But now I'm looking at the picture and it's like just barely penciled in, like the hint. No, I mean, not even. There's. It's pretty hard to find her with any visible eyebrows. Well, on I'm looking pictures. at the poster, and there's just like it's, wisps. Yeah, wispy, like just barely. I don't know. I mean, it works for her, um, it, uh, but you know, I, I I'm see pretty. I, I have this. I have this thing. I'm just in love with women, generally speaking. So I, it's not like you could do very much to to like dissuade me. I, I just love you. See, that's the thing. It, it really bothers me. People without eyebrows. Like, and I I know I'm judging people mm-hmm. by their appearance, but yeah, you I just don't trust them. Men. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I look at people without eyebrows, and I'm like, no. This is the problem with you, men. There's an evil in you. That's why your eyebrows don't want to stay. So like, <laughs> You got pretty light eyebrows, buddy. I'm just saying. I know. I used to not have eyebrows, like at all. And oh. I, uh, maybe it's it, maybe the source is self hatred. There you go. I was like, oh no, but no. I mean, I look at like Mark Zuckerberg. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, he's obviously evil, evil, but he also doesn't have any eyebrows. So how can I trust that guy? Right. Um. Well, there's a lot of reasons not to trust. If you were, if you were to, Don't. okay. If all things being equal, I set up someone with eyebrows and someone that didn't have eyebrows. Who would you trust more? It depends. Is one of those people Mia Goth or uh, yeah, Mia Goth? Two okay, two women uh-huh. equally. Um, they're clones. You know, <laughs> they've lived life separately, and uh, you're given a choice of trusting the one with eyebrows or the one without. Which one would you trust? Um, I feel like see now I feel now I feel just like playing devil's advocate just to play it. Um, and I feel like the one without eyebrows is a real fucking freak. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Real fucking freaky. Uh-huh. And I'm into that, you know? Yeah, but do you trust them? Do you do trust you... them with your child? Um, well, I don't know now. The answer's no. See, no for you. I don't trust. I'm sorry to everyone that has alopecia. <laughs> Dude, Mia Just... Goth was in Nymphomaniac Volume 2. That's... Mm-hmm. She was married to Shia LaBeouf for like 27 hours or something. What? Like that. Yeah. Wow. They got married in Vegas for like a couple days, I think. Actual real Shia LaBeouf? Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Wow. Um, that's bonkers. You know, Maybe I, she had eyebrows before Shia LaBeouf. She doesn't have eyebrows at all. I'm no, looking at doesn't. all these pictures. They're just not. She's just eyebrowless. And I would say that must be alopecia or some kind of condition, but she's it, to me it looks like she has real hair. I don't know. I don't. I'm not too great at pointing that out, but yeah, there's some. I don't know. I'm all right. I'm sorry if you don't have eyebrows. I didn't used to have eyebrows, but then I became an actual human, and so I just don't trust you. Okay. Well, 
you're the problem and the the reason I will be watching the movie Men. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Um, suddenly landslide. There's a moment where they start breaking out. Uh, Fleetwood Mac's landslide. Oh, dude, the, the we have not talked at all about the soundtrack for X. It is fabulous. Like this yeah. is this is my exact time period of like right when when rock started separating from butt rock from rock. Uh-huh. Like right when they started like mm, mm-hmm. like just separating a little bit. Oh, it's great. I love all this. Yeah. This is like. This 1979 is maybe the peak of rock and roll. Uh, yeah, I mean, it goes downhill in the 80s, that's oh, for certain. Man, it's great stuff. Yeah, and they had a lot of just real good songs on this movie. Mm-hmm. It was fabulous. Yeah, a great soundtrack. Um, let's see. It's set up that the old man's heart can't take having sex, so Pearl is like really hot and bothered now that she's seen all these porn stars having sex and she's like creeping and watching through the window and stuff while they're getting a pounding and she goes to her husband and he's like you know i can't do that honey my heart my heart Um, my member and then yeah so rj's wife decides to that she wants to fuck because she's an empowered woman rj isn't too happy with it Sweetie, no! And I wrote down in my notes, because I hadn't realized that it wasn't Kieran Culkin, uh, Cuckold Culkin. It would have been perfect right. if he was actually played by a Culkin because he was a cuckold. Yeah. Not something I imagine... Culkin cuckolded. Not something I imagine happens to the Culkins very much. Maybe. They might be into it. Um, yeah, given the thing with their parents. <laughs> what's the thing with their parents? Oh, I don't know. It's just fucking Macaulay's... Their their parents basically taking all of Macaulay's money. Oh, sure. I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> what? Maybe, maybe, uh, no, okay. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, let's see. Um, and then this is where it turns, because RJ is trying to leave, and Pearl shows up, and she's like, where are you going? And the slaughter begins. She's like she like pat makes a pass at him, and he right. and he turns her down because she's an old, old wrinkly old lady, and um, and uh, then she's like, I can show you what I can do, and he's like, No, I don't want to see that. Please, please no. Like, I'm getting in my car, and then she wham, just jams the scissors in his neck, something like that. So here's a question: If you're propositioned by Pearl, would you? Would you smash or pass? Oh, smash. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Any old woman that's like, let me show you what I can do. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, wisdom and experience, you yeah. know? Yeah. If you can do a knowledge transfer. Yeah. I'll just be your freak on a leash, baby. From your gums to my dick. <laughs> I'm all, I'm game. <laughs> You're a married man, Brian. I know. It's real freako. I mean. Hey, here's a question. So. 
Carrie's been like, I get free tickets to come see all your Kagan shows, right? And I'm like, no, bitch, you have to pay because we want the thing to do well. And she's like, I bet Aaron's getting free tickets. I'm like, I don't think she is. Well, she's, I was like, she's, I don't think she's coming. No, she's going to volunteer. She's going to help out. So she can come in. For free? If she's volunteering, are we going to charge Brad a ticket? No, but Brad's volunteering. I just said she's volunteering. Well, that did, for, for, to, to do to do what? She's gonna help people like get the stream lounge stuff and whatever we need her to do. I suppose. Well, this hasn't been offered to Carrie. That's not fair. Then offer it to her. Oh, okay. So she can. Yeah, if she volunteers, she can't just walk in. Oh, and Aaron's going to hand out like little raffle tickets. That's the other oh, thing. Oh, this has all been just decided behind my back. I feel I feel left out. Okay. Sorry. Okay. That's, that's she a offered start. to help, and so I said, "Okay, yeah, we can use you." Well, that's a start. I accept the first part of your apology. <laughs> I had had to have long, uncomfortable conversations about this, where I said no. Well, say if you volunteer and help out. Okay. All right. Anyone that volunteers and helps out. No, not anyone. No, there's not unlimited spots to help out. Well, yeah. I mean, until we get it all filled. It's all filled. Now. (laughs) Come pay to see the... I mean, that was an offer that we put up, wasn't it? No. If you want to help out. No. It's never an offer. In the beginning, we said if if you're in the area and you want to help out, you put it out there. I don't... Because isn't that what got Brad... You You can find it and show it to me. I will I will accept it when I hear it because I did not say that. All right. I can tell Aaron that we don't need her. That I could do that easily as well. No, it it's means fine. I wouldn't have to have a babysitter. It's fine. Night. I just wish I had known. That's all. Well, now you know. Okay. All the spots are filled. Mommy and Daddy are fighting. <laughs> um What so yeah, it goes goes off and, and Pearl just has a killing spree and it turns into slasher movie. Lots of good kills, like the <laughs> the scene with the pitchfork through the three holes is pretty great. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, it's, they just, it's so weird that it's old people. I'm still not over the fact that all the killing is done by this old lady who's uh-huh. just like waddling around. And it's it's made more weird by the fact that she's not really an old lady. She's just an old lady in amazing old lady makeup. Yeah, like it's it's a lot of just like just very co- just confronting choices that you're yeah. just like. Uh, uh. There was one scene that I thought was a missed opportunity when I think it's um, Maxine goes out and she's looking out into the field, like it's it's in the middle of the night after several people have been killed, and she's just looking out into the field into the darkness, and I wish they had had Pearl just running straight at the camera yeah. from the field, just like... A very Monty Python yeah. uh, moment where he's running at the gate and she's like looking and then it... Yeah, and then she looks harder, she squints harder and she's right. still off in the distance. Right, like, right. Yeah! <laughs> um. And then the kind of culmination is the the elders finally have sex that, uh, you know, 
at Mia's under the bed. There's there's so much in this yeah. that made me laugh so hard. Right. Like so many parts of this movie just made me laugh and laugh. Another this was another missed opportunity. I thought I wish they had gone all in on the elder sex and just had it the most explicit. Like yeah. that's when they show full pre- penetration, dry full penetration. Just yeah. like you can hear the skin heating up. <laughs> As it as it slowly creeps, as the, as he's the, trying to spit on his cock, but he's too old and doesn't have that much. It's like, <laughs> honey, take out your take out your teeth, slob me up a little bit. <coughs> this this episode is not going to get. <laughs> I mean, people are going to be banned. I mean, wouldn't that thing. wouldn't that be the best? Oh, scene I mean, though, yeah, absolutely. that would be. The best, because it'd be the most disturbing thing you've ever seen in a horror movie. It's just two old people fucking. Yeah, no, this would have been, that would have been the most horrendous part of the whole movie, bar none. Hands down, no problem. But they, but instead we just get a shot of Mia under the bed just being like, oh no. And this, I laughed and laughed. Like, this is the culmination of like, oh God. So, um... Everyone gets like a pretty good death, and then um, it ends with standoff between um, Maxine and Pearl. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and how how does it end? So she has she has the pistol, but it doesn't have any bullets in it. And then Maxine fires the shotgun, and then gets like hurtled back. And yeah, I can't remember. Um, well, first of all, Lorraine comes running in and she gets fucking blasted right. out the door. Yeah. And that was great. <laughs> but as she gets blasted by, uh, Pearl, Pearl mm-hmm. flies backwards right. as well. Like that, like she, 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 that put her down and it broke her hip. Right. Which oh, is that's thing, right. That's right. Which I is, broke my hip. I brought it all together. Cause, yeah. cause the old man was like, ah, she'll break her hip. You know, like at the start, because like she's old. Oh yeah, the other full circle thing was, um, uh, uh, Bobby Lynn, Brittany Snow's character, when she goes down to the river, and then the the crocodile eats her fucking head off. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That was awesome. You know, there's a lot of choices that could. I mean, if it weren't so. This is trying to be scary, and it is like it, for uh-huh. somebody who's not used to like a horror movies. Like this is a, horror, a truly scary movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be anyway. I, I think, yeah, yeah. but like, there's so many choices that I was like, oh, I wish they'd have just done this or that right. because, like, so as the old people are fucking, um, Maxine is she runs back to find the car, but the tires are slashed, uh-huh. and so, but I'm like. So she's like, oh, I can't get out of here on this on this car that's going to limp away. But like in my head, I was thinking she has time to just change the tires on this car. No problem. Because old people fucking must take. Yeah, for, it must take like that's like measured in eon. I know, well, I don't know. I mean, with that much friction, could they go that that long? Could be like, OK, honey, please just finish. I mean. Yeah, but you can't just demand an old man just finish. It's not like he has the switch where he's like, "Okay, go." And it's like, no, this is this it's is true. this yeah. is epic. That's you know? true. This is measured in in eons. That would be great. Just 
She just changes just the tires and, and leave. Yeah, it's just a full on like triple X elder fucking scene, and then it just cuts back and forth between like full on penetration and, and elder anal to her just uh, serenely changing a tire. <laughs> You're pumping dis- it up with her foot. You're disgusting. I kind of wish we were going to do um, uh, taglines for this one because m- one of my favorite notes is uh, that I have is X, slow shuffling death. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is. X don't give it to you. Um, okay, so final recommendations. I'd say everyone go see this movie. It's it's so far it's the best of the year. You've you've gotten you've gotten so much more lax with your recommendations. You, now you say everyone, but I don't no, think I this didn't. is a movie for everyone. I think this is. I would not recommend this to people who have a a who have an aversion to, uh, uh, tremendous gratuitous violence. Uh, if you can't handle that, do not see this because this is. Maybe the most violent movie I've seen all year, and much more, even more so than the new Texas Chainsaw. Right. And it's awkward a lot. Like, it's really sexually provocative. Yeah, I guess I've moved the recommendations more to, is it a must-see? Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's not for everyone. Like, if you don't like slashers, then sure. I don't know, man. If If you don't like slashers, I'd still say go see this. This is yeah, an interesting movie. Yeah. Um, Okay. So let's move on to horror or porno. Horror or porno, which is very apropos for this movie, is a bit where I play sound clips, and you have to guess whether it's from a horror movie or a porno film. This is an old favorite uh, Mm -hmm. for us, and I'd just like to point out that uh, we got a comment on one of our YouTube videos on our Creep review, Creep 2014, episode 158. Where Kevin Matt commented and he said, uh, and we played horror porno on that one, and uh-huh. he said, uh, pretty sure the German in horror porno was from Downfall, the movie Downfall, just saying. Uh, to which I responded, how dare you doubt us? Right. And, and he said, and he was just playing the game. He said, I'm just trying to get my two points. <laughs> you know? So it is a tricky game. Uh, yeah, for it's a, a lot. I mean, it's it's a lot harder than you think. I mean, there's a lot harder, lots of stabbing, you know, lots yeah. of sloshing sounds, mm-hmm. lots of screaming mm-hmm. between both genres. That is true. That is true. So it's anyone's game, really. Um, so we've got eight clips, four. That's porno a lot. and okay. four. Okay. Horror. Okay. Okay. What's, well, you gave it away already. You shouldn't have done that. Four and four. Huh? Uh, yeah. I mean, well, I'm just giving you a slight edge. You don't do very good at this game. No, I don't. 
Here's the first one. It's not fair. Hmm. Boy, what did he say to her? Um, I think I believe it's it's not fair. Can you play it again? Sure, just a second. Where's my volume here? Okay. It's a tough one. Yeah. One more time. It's not fair. It's not fair. Boy, um, horror or porno? Yeah, I think the what are, what do we call it? So them? you get you get one point for whether you guess it correctly, and another point if you guess the, the name of the film. Um, those I think these are fully diminished chords. Okay, so you're not going to see that very mm. frequently in porn. Um, I think this is <sighs> this is tough, but I think it's I think it's a horror movie. I think this may be. Um, like the strangers. Wrong. Okay. Wrong on all counts. Wrong on all counts. This was a porno film. No way. And this was from redhead slut sucked and fucked by a stranger in a hotel at a seaside. <laughs> what? Redhead slut sucked and fucked at a, at a hotel by, by a stranger in a hotel at a seaside. Well, I got the stranger part. I love the, the SEO aspects of porn titles now. Is that like, really the type? you got it? You got to really dial it in because you know some people are going to want to see a redhead slut sucked and fucked by a stranger in a hotel in the prairie, right? Others at the seaside. At the seaside, some people want a motel at the seaside, right? You got to you got to have that panoramic view out that window, right? Right. Like, do you ocean. want a motor lodge? Do you want a hotel? Do you want a suite? Do you want a well, it's all the same to me. I still don't get either point. All right, next one. Which way, though? (laughs) Horror or porno? Wow, there's a lot of crossover in the porn that you watch and I watch. Um, if it's a porn, this is definitely a porn. 
Uh, I feel like this is a porno for sure mm-hmm. because it's meant to throw me off the scent, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's calling my bluff. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, this mm-hmm. sounds super duper like a horror movie, so right, it's right. got to be more of a porno. Right. So I'm saying porno, and um, I I am drawing a blank on the title. I'll, I guess I can throw something out there and... Um, uh, you know, I could say like gag me with a garden hose four or something like that. Hmm. Well, you're right on it is a porn. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. Got yeah. a point. Uh, not, not right on the title. The title is I'm going to come no mercy doggy style orgasm all in caps <laughs> okay. Two explanation, two exclamation points after come with two M's. <laughs> <laughs> That title again is I'm Gonna Come, No Mercy, Doggy Style Orgasm. (laughs) And now when you hear the title, you're like, oh, yeah, well, of course that's what that is. obviously that's what it is. (laughs) All right, next. No, wait, listen closely. I want to take my headphones off. Okay. God damn. Horror or porno? Jeez. That's fucking vile. Oh. God, my dick crawled way up into my chest. <laughs> When I walked into your house this morning, Uh your kids were upstairs and they were like, and Penny was like, are you done recording or are you just getting here? And I was like, what? I'm just getting here. Why? And she's like, my mom said I can't go downstairs until you guys are done. And Uh now I see why. Uh Uh-huh. Woo. Wow. Wow. Um, well, that's obviously a porno, and I really misspoke on my last one. That is definitely Gag Me with the Garden Hose 4. Well, it is a sequel. Oh, Not a porno. This is a horror movie. No way. Recent Goosebumps 2 Haunted House. <laughs> Sorry, Haunted Halloween. Haunted Halloween. From, that, from this the is, brain of R.L. Stein. This is from R.L. Stein? Uh-huh. I don't... The movie with Jack Black. Right? I think the German think in horror or porno was from Downfall, just saying. Okay. Good God. Next. Ugh. Oh, that's a pretty good clip. Mm-hmm. That's very ambiguous. Yeah. I do feel like that's definitely a horror movie, though. And actually, it kind of kind of reminds me of Malignant a little bit. Hmm. Is that is that Malignant, the the new James Wan movie that I hated so much? Wow, really, really close. This was a porno. That's um, not close at all. <laughs> and this was arched. Katie Cush gets oiled up and cream pied. <laughs> 
So yeah, you're right. Not really close at all. Okay. Wrong on both. Well, shit. I still have one point though. What's our next? fun here oh can you play that again for me we have fun don't play it again please don't oh. Play it again. <laughs> oh oh i've seen that clip yeah for sure because that's the that's the one where he turns the volume up and, and his whole bookcase comes apart when the guy's coming so it's not really a it's more of a porn than it is a horror. I don't know. I don't do not know what it's titled, but it's mm. a. It's definitely porn being played in a meta scenario. I have seen that. So porn. Guess at the title. I don't have a guess at the title. No. Sorry, David. Wrong again. You only got one point so far. This was from The Fly. <laughs> Where are you playing that? That's Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> That's when he's transforming into the fly. Okay. That's when his, this when his fingernails are Bravo. coming Bravo. I am so creeped out. I don't want anything to do with my own show anymore. I want to just run away. This is so depraved and disturbing. Ugh. Oh, God. I just want to leave. Oh. Okay. Next clip. Next clip. Oh, God. Boy, man. Jesus! I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm wondering if people are going to be bailing on this episode just because of how fucking nasty it is. This is a nasty episode. If you love, if you want to see X, though, you got to be able to accept a certain <coughs> amount of depravity. I mean, there's one thing we can say about this review. X don't give it to you. True. Um, okay, so a lot of the, the abomination. It's, like, it's, it's mm-hmm. a big crowd. <laughs> um, is this? Uh, is this like? Debbie does Dallas like four or something like that. Ooh, Big crowd. David, wow. is this a porno? Mm. See, this is a movie we watched together recently. Um, okay. I'm surprised you don't recognize okay. it. This was from. It is a porno. Oh, it's from Gang Bang Gang Bang Cream Pie. Brunette's pussy gets overwhelmed by dick. We watched that together. Was that not you? <laughs> no, that was oh, not me. I'm sorry, I guess it was another one of my. What's it called? What's it called? Gang bang. <clears throat> sorry, yeah. no, no, that's okay. Excuse me. Yeah, it's hard to get that out of your mouth because it's sure. all one word. It's like a compound word. I'm trying to 
string it together. Gang bang cream pie, all one word. Brunette's pussy gets overwhelmed by cock. Sorry, by dick. God damn it. I mean, by cock is a different. Yeah, I'm trying to string so. something else together right now. Um, okay, well, Jesus, I can't seem to catch one break. I caught one break. That's it. Are there more of these? There's two more. Okay, let's do them. So you got two points. Okay. It's not not terrible. Okay. Not terrible. Okay. Um, I'm not sure which one I played. Let me see. I feel feel so gross. I have to go to my mom's birthday after this. (laughs) (laughs) I can put this on your thumb drive. You can share it with her if you want. She'd be so disappointed if she supported and listened to the show. (laughs) But she doesn't. (laughs) I'm safe. (laughs) Ugh. Yeah, I'd never have to worry about that. Yeah. Uh, Put it in the one place that's safest from your from your parents. Yeah, like kind, something kind support. You, something that you created yourself. Right, kind support, mm-hmm. not there. It's no, 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 They're not going to listen to right, that. Right. Um, which is why I am the way I am. Uh, but my mom might listen eventually. Well, Tommy's that a sweetheart. That is a threat. You know. Tommy is a sweetheart. And what's she going to think about you if she listens to this? She's going to think nothing about me other than why is my son subjecting my favorite young man to... Uh, to all right, horror, right, horror, horror porn. Don't things. take away from my I love you, Tommy, more than Bryce. I'm just saying. Um, this is like me last night. Mm. Mm-hmm. Something, something, porno, something, something pegging. This is a horror movie. No, it's not. It's Ghoulies. Uh, I was going to guess Ghoulies. You were going to guess Ghoulies, but you didn't. But you didn't. I was going to guess Ghoulies for the big yelling one. All right, last one. I'm going to take this fucking load. All right? You're so fucking uh, gross! Did she say you're so fucking gross? Uh-huh. <laughs> Men. <laughs> oh, man. Men. Okay, last one. Oh, that's so Your clear. last two points again. You could, if we're going out of eight, you could tie it up by guessing correctly. Know. I'm going to say Halloween 5. That's a horror Ooh, movie. Close. It's a horror movie. Don't breathe. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, shoot, I got two points. And that was horror or porno. <laughs> All right, next we're going to listen to our voicemails from viewers like you. Um, so this goes back to the end of February. Um, this is a response to, I believe, um, probably our 
Drag Me to Hell episode. Okay. Anyways, here we go. What's going on, fellas? Kyle from Baltimore again. Finally glad you get my message through. And uh, just a bit of advice, David, I would start the wire immediately. Uh, again, like you guys said, a little slow to get into it, but once you're into it, man, it it literally just gets better and better. And, and uh, Bryce, I would, if you haven't seen it, instead of Oz, and, and you know, unless you want to watch people just have butt sex every episode, and you're cool with that, but um, I'd watch Deadwood instead. Our Deadwood was really, really good. I personally think it was better than Oz, but, you know, that's all up for interpretation. Anyway, love you guys. Keep on the good reviews. I thought Drag Me to Hell was good. Yeah. Okay, movie, but, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys do. Looking forward to see your eventual review of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I personally enjoyed it. I can see people's gripes with it, but, you know, I don't know what fucking horror movie fans expect anymore. Like, I thought it was nice and brutal for what it was. So, keep up the good work, guys, and, you know, burp and fart and whatever you dipshits do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, very timely on the recommendation to yeah. watch The Wire. I've been watching The Wire. I got to about... Episode ten, and and the other night I just kind of lost it on you. Yeah, I just I just through text. You're like, what? When does this show fucking start? I'm like, just so irritated by this stupid show. It is so irritated. This show never is like it's like this. <laughs> it's literally like the show version of that Monty Python bit where he's running, <laughs> he's running to storm the castle, a single person, and he just keeps on being far away. And uh-huh. you're like, when's he getting there? And there's right. like seven minutes of this like, uh, 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 and you're like, what is happening? And it just becomes so absurd. I've just come to the conclusion that the show never starts and I hate it. And, and it's, and I, I texted you, you know what, you know what, you know what? Now we're going to, I'm going to go back and I'm going to read the conversation <laughs> that you and I had because uh-huh. you were making fun of me, but I think there's a, a good amount of truth within this text conversation. Otherwise you wouldn't have done it. Um, because here, let's see the wire. I got to look that up. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I say, I say to you, when the fuck does the wire pick up? Does it take more than is does it take more than season 1 cuz like there's 13 or 14 episodes in uh-huh. a season they're an hour long each and you say season 1 is slow then season 2 gets slower but season 3 also pretty slow. <laughs> I say oh fuck no honestly this show fucking sucks. He says it's more about the characters. And I say, oh, you mean the ones I don't care about at all? He says, especially them. <laughs> I, say, I say, every second I watch this show feels like an eternity. And he says, hey, I don't make the rules. You're white, so you have to be into the wire. And I say, I don't care about this. This is so stupid. It's like a prolonged, dirty version of Law and Order. He says, it's a great show. And I say, it can't be that great. And he says, you don't care what happens to Stringer Bell? And I say, holy shit, not at all. I don't care at all. I poop on this incredible waste of time. Oh, good luck. And then he keeps, he's like, what episode are you on? I'm like, 10. He's like, it's good in episode 11. Okay. This is just a bunch of evidence that I do not need to continue watching this. Episode 11 is pretty great. Shut up. I got to say. You have no idea. It is great. You can't remember because 
There's no discernible point in this show. There's not one discernible point in this show. It's all a bunch of mundane stuff happening to mundane characters yeah. that no one cares about. Well, I mean, see, that's the thing. The first season especially is is that because it's so... I mean, it's a procedural, but it's an actual procedure. <laughs> like... What would a major investigation actually look like? Well, it doesn't wrap up in an hour. It looks like arresting the same kid for dumb stuff over and over again. And there's and there's no consequences for anyone. It's just like McGarnagle. It's just like, uh, you know, a bunch of like scuzzy cops who, uh-huh. you know, like sleep around and, you know, okay, so it's real. And, and, and what? It's not interesting. It's just real. You know what's not interesting about real life? The fact that it's real. No, I mean it. I mean, I can't. If you're decided you're not going to watch the rest of it like that, I get it. But I think it's one of those shows that if you watch it in its entirety, you you get invested with some of the characters. And what's really interesting after season one, it's like it finally, like the end of season one, has like a bittersweet delivery. It's like finally, but not quite. Like they win, but not quite. And then you're like, okay, well, they open it up for season two. Now it's going to continue and it's going to get really interesting. Season two, instead of following all the people that you've followed for a whole season, it's like, no, not that. Over here. Look here. Shipping containers. (laughs) I don't care. What about the longshoremen? Have you considered how much it costs to ship a postal stamp? Like, how much postage is? It's like, I don't care. It, it kind of widens it out, and then, I don't know. It, it's got some... Look, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Here, here's Aaron, I, Aaron said, like, yeah, season one is, is pretty slow. But I, I got to say, like, the last couple episodes start actually delivering. Here, that? that wasn't me. Here's what I'll say. Um... People who say that The Wire is good have to say it because they know they've sunk 60 plus hours into this horrendous shit show of a boring show. The Wire is good. It's not. It is. It's not. It's very good. I know. Next voicemail. Fuck the gypsies. Fuck the gypsies. Yeah, Yeah. no, yeah. True, true. All right, well, there you go. Thank you, caller. What's up, guys? This is Ben calling in from Fort Myers, Florida, for the first time. Let me just first all give a shout-out to Bugsy. Hey, man, if you're ever down in my area, come by Blaze Pizza. I'll plug you up, bro. Uh, but other than that, uh, I wanted to kind of just weigh in on the sinkhole thing. I don't really have any experience from anywhere that has any earthquakes, but I did live in southwestern Kentucky for a brief period of time. I lived on top of a cave system there. Uh, and my daughter fell into a sinkhole that opened up in my backyard one afternoon while she was playing. Uh, luckily she was fine, ended up being about three feet deep and only took one of her legs in, so everything was okay. Uh, but she totally could have broken one of her legs, and it it was a really real thing. I'd never experienced it anywhere else, so it kind of threw me off there. And then I kind of found out that's where the, uh, the Corvette plant is at, and one time a sinkhole had opened up there and swallowed up a whole bunch of Corvettes, and it was a really big deal. So sinkholes were kind of like a big to-do in that town, honestly. Um, yeah, that's about all I've got from my end. I uh, really appreciate you guys. Uh, sadly, I'm a little bit of a broke bitch, but I would love to become a patron as soon as finances open up for it. So until then, I leave your reviews. I've got some coworkers that uh, use Manscaped, and I push all the time that they should use 
the promo code HMG at checkout to get some big savings for them. Uh, yeah, that's all, guys. Love you. Keep up the good work. All right, thanks, man. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you look down on sinkholes from that story, but that was like a 1.1 on the sinkhole scale. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not a great evidence for your case of sinkholes being super-duper scary, is it? Mm. It's a bunch of Corvettes being swallowed. And oh, no. That could have been you, David. My American, you could have been a bunch of Corvettes. My American muscle car, no! <laughs> That's exactly the kind of crime that sinkholes would commit. <laughs> Sw- swallowing American muscle cars. The true terror of them. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Elizabeth. So I was just uh, re-listening to Hell House, Hell House LLC review. Um, you guys were talking about how women tend to be targeted more in possessions, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I just wanted to give my own personal theory. This has nothing to do with, uh, I haven't taken this from anywhere. This is just what I believe. Um, I think that women are more susceptible to possessions because um, women are inherently more artistic. We're able to uh, conjure things up easier than men are. Um, women are more likely to uh, be artists, to read more. Um, so, and I feel like, obviously, I'm not a demon, so I don't really know, but I feel like the she? more, um, the easier it is to get somebody to believe in something, the easier it is to possess them, which I feel mm. is why women mm. are possessed more. Men, obviously, I feel like if they don't see it, it doesn't exist, therefore it cannot hurt them. So demons, just off the table. Women, it's easier to um, to trick them into being possessed, that kind of thing. So that's just my take. Um, I also took that a little bit from The Skeleton Key, if you've ever seen that movie. Um, great movie. So anyway, that's all I got. See ya. So, I mean, there's two ways to take that. Like, oh, they're, they're more artistic and creative, so they're more susceptible, or they're more artistic and creative and they... So they're rubes. So they're they're making it up. Men. <laughs> They've got greater imagination. So, you know, the real phenomenon of being possessed, they're more susceptible to it because they're so imaginative. Like, or maybe they're just making it up. Um, or, I mean, the the other theory would be bitches be tripping. Or, <laughs> or I mean, look, here's the other side of that whole thing. Like, would you want to possess you? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, that's a way more compelling case. Hell no. Like, if I saw some cutie like her, you know, being all like believing in me, I'd be like, shit, she believes in me. And then I'd be like, eh, yeet. And then I'd yeet on into her, you know? I'd be like, squibbity bit bop, and then hop on over there. You know, she believes, so I'm there with her. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, demons just really want to be accepted. That's all any of them want. Right. God, the devil, they uh-huh. all just look for your acceptance. Right demons here's another one from elizabeth hey guys it's elizabeth again sorry for calling again um just quick question uh just listening to 13 ghosts review blah blah not getting into it um just a uh, desert island question for you uh, if you were stuck on a desert island and you absolutely had to choose between these three movies what would you choose and why oh no the number 23 oh. ghost boat oh. 13 ghosts okay bye Ugh. That's a pretty easy decision for me. I mean, I would go with Ghost Boat. Yeah, between 13 Ghosts, Ghost Ship, to be clear, mm-hmm. and uh, what was the other one? The uh, number 23. Oh, I would never choose the number 23. That's the worst out of all of them. 
Um, if I was on a desert island and the number 23 was the movie, I would just gouge my eyes out. I'd, yeah, I'd fucking kill myself. Yeah. Um, no, it's definitely... I would go just swallow as much ocean water as I could. You could probably glean some some like useful information, too, out of Ghost Ship. Because uh-huh. right. if you're on a desert island, you're looking for a ship. Right. That's the primary means of probably being rescued. Right. Um, yeah, I'd, yeah, Ghost Ship. No, no, no doubt. Yeah, no question. No cap. And and I love you, Elizabeth. Thank you for uh, thanks for calling and always supporting us. You're great. Hello, I listen to Drag Me to Hell. I have a gypsy story. Oh dear! One time, a gypsy she shrinked my mother. So then we catch gypsy. We make her cry tears. We use gypsy tears to bring back mother. That is gypsy story. High five. So yeah, we asked for gypsy stories on our uh, Drag Me to Hell review. So that was, you know, a true gypsy story. You got to be wary of those gypsies. I know that voice. Mother. I know that voice. I know who you are, caller. How dare you? How dare you impersonate a gypsy? Hey guys, it's Josh from Canada. I wanted to get your opinion on something not horror related. All right, so right now I've got a little Arctic Cat 400 ATV. And I'm thinking about upgrading. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a 2004. I'm going to jump into, I think, a 2022 uh, Grizzly 700 EPS. So, wondering what your thoughts are on that. Uh, anyway, hope you guys are having a good time. Keep on keeping on. Right on. This is a really good question. Should he buy a <laughs> 2022 Grizzly ATV? Yeah, so the I think that's a Yamaha. I think Yamaha makes those. Um, I'll tell you this: I don't have any um, like significant amount of uh, hours spent on ATVs. I spent a lot of hours of my life on dirt bikes, though, um, and um, and I'll say that uh, I don't uh, I don't particularly love ATVs. I think. Uh, from to me they're death machines <laughs> like they're spooky uh it sounds like you're getting you know a 400 is a pretty uh that's pretty small displacement for an atv i think uh i don't know i may be thinking about um snowmobiles because they have they're all huge um but yeah uh i i don't know i mean shoot i don't i don't know anything about atvs other than like i would rather be on a dirt bike all the time <laughs> because well it's more fun and you can't kill yourself as easily i mean but the, like I'm the not grizzly tr- i mean it does have 27 inch tires with aggressive tread and roomy ergonomics so i mean i think it'll be more comfortable than your arctic cat um you know and, and it's probably time for a step up and the other question is like, what are you using this for? Is this like, is this like sand dunes or is this like, is this like trail riding? Because like I've I never have gone in like sand dune and I don't know anything about that. Um, but I I do plenty of have done plenty of trail riding. I like to do it more out here, but I just don't have anybody to go with. Um, but like I said, I mean, and I'm not trying to put it down. I know there's tons of people out there who ride ATVs and they have a great time and they know how to do it safely. I'm just not one of those people. So it spooks me, um, uh, because, <laughs> because I have used them for like work and stuff before. And it's just, <laughs> it's just one of those things tips over on you. You're just, 
I, I, I mean, you know, whew, it's a big owie looking to happen. So yeah, keep sending your ATV questions to Horror Movie Talk, and yeah. we'll. Uh, so I mean, the the diagnosis is David. Don't do it. I say go for it. I say no. I just say get, set yourself up with like a nice starter two fifty. Um, you know, from like, like not an ATV, a dirt bike. I'd say make the transition. They're going to cost, they're going to cost less to maintain, um, and to, you know, and to ride. And so safer, safer choice in my opinion, but Hey, that's just me. I, I, I don't know nothing about your world, son. What's that next message we got there? And thanks for calling in. about. Hi, this is Sam from Indianapolis. Uh, just wanted to give you guys a congratulations on getting a deal so you can finally get some money. So. Hopefully you guys will be able to uh, support your families finally. Um, also, I got a really hot take I want to uh, lay out there. Um, I don't care who this upsets, but personally, I like both butts and boobies. All right, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Hot take? Wow, that is a hot take. The hottest take. Hmm. So he likes both butts and boobies. Um, I that- guess those guys do exist. <laughs> How does that make you feel, Bryce? Um, you know, I feel like you should make a choice. You know, you know, if you you should be hot or cold. If it's lukewarm, I spit you out, just like God. You know, yeah, should be all ass or all boobs. And which are you? You haven't. Uh, I think I said shapely wrists. Yeah, you did say that. Just gotta look at the wrists. I'm still kind of reeling from that. That's what most of my porn is. It's just like cum shots on wrists there was a cum shot on in x where she was wiping it off her back but like they showed like the whole big juicy load mm-hmm. i was like Pff. i'll tell you what seeing other dudes loads does nothing for me yeah i'll know what that is hmm. you're looking at me in a strange way i'm though. not looking at you in any way you're lo- you're having- i don't want you to insinuate anything from my looks because i'm just neutral neutral huh neutral about loads you have no load energy was that Oh, man. This is a long episode. Was this one? Okay, th- okay, this is another one. Hi, it's Sam from Indianapolis again. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, like, to eat a piece of shit, honestly, like, uh, I'm I'm game for a couple hundred bucks. So, See? since you guys are getting out Bush Gardens money now, um, <laughs> let's let's set up, uh, set up a Zoom. You guys can wire the money over, and uh, we'll make a day of it. All right, bye-bye. See, Sam's Sam knows what's up. Mm-hmm. Sam from Indianapolis, dude, gets it. I think he might have been one of the callers who uh, claimed to be on the spectrum, maybe a little neurodiverse. Um, a couple couple episodes ago, a couple months ago, um, which I mean, I'm not gonna lie, that may be the reason I'm willing to go so low, uh, my neurodivergence, mm-hmm. but. Um, not as low as Sam though. No, no. I I guess we should just have an auction between you and Sam. Who's going to, who's going to let, who's going to get to eat their shit for money? No, I stand by my number. I'll stand by 5,000. I think that's, I think that's my actual honest number. Um, because I understand the game and, and I know Mm -hmm. how it works. Right. And I accept those rules. I don't like, I don't like play some weird, like I have to feel good about myself. The game is how much money would it take to get you to eat shit? Right. That's a pretty simple game, and I get it, and I wouldn't eat my shit for less than, what did I say? I can't even remember. Six figures. Six figures, yeah. You wouldn't eat it for 
$99,999. No, it wouldn't be worth it. That's absurd. That's I mean, that's just the silliest thing I've ever heard. I'm pretty sure if someone offered 900 and, sorry, $99,999, I could get someone to get another another dollar. And then it'd be worth it. Again, this just proves that you don't understand the game. This just proves that you don't understand it. I understand it. No, you do not. Because you're sitting here going, going, I could get somebody else to throw in an extra dollar to make it worth it. No, no, no. The game is, Mm -hmm. there's a $1 difference between six figures and five figures. And literally, the only choice you have Uh is the... Highest five-figure number that exists. So so if someone offered you $4,999, you would eat shit? Yes. Okay, how about 4998 Yes. Okay. Well, where does that stop, David? Pretty not far away. So $4,000. No. So where does it stop? Where would you stop with that dollar increment? Right. And so exactly, but I've I've alluded that it it can it can be like well, my answer when is, the money is actually out on the table, yeah, it can go lower. Oh, so if I had three thousand dollars in cash on the table right now, no. I could get you to eat shit. No, but I bet if I had nine nine hundred ninety nine, you know that number uh-huh, that we uh-huh. said, I bet you would go for it because even, no, see this just proves it because you because that's absurd. It's, it's not abs- absurd. Yes, it is. It's absurd. It's no to say less that. absurd to say like, well, I wouldn't do it for four thousand nine hundred eighty-seven dollars. Well, if it's not absurd, then it's just stupid. Well, it's just stupid either way. I, you sell yourself short, and you're happy to do it. And I, I view myself as a. I sell myself short, yet but I'm the one that people are talking about getting to eat shit. Yeah, it's not exactly. You. <laughs> it's not you. You're using that as. As a point, it's a yeah. Oh, I sell my short self short. Well, everyone's trying to pay me to eat shit. That's right. They're not talking about you Uh because no one would it would entertain that exactly. 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 Yeah. Therefore, it makes it 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 takes it away from the realm of reality. So you're saying you're you're changing it from how much money would it take to how much do you want to eat shit? Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. That's part of it. Right. I don't want to eat shit at all. I don't want and to eat so shit at all either. The answer to that is it has to be a ton of money. Yeah, that's silly. Okay, you people on Facebook, please stop. Please. All right. Well, ew. this is this is apropos. Ew. Ew, David. We didn't, ew, no, David. We didn't. Hello, motherfuckers. I have your poop. You must protect it. But that will be expensive. 10,000 enemas. Wrapped in brown paper. Midnight. Behind the back. Ew. I'll be behind the You'll see. I'm just confused. Oh, yeah, we forgot the intro to this. We forgot the intro music. Um, so she's saying we have to... To get the shit, we have to pay in 10,000 enemas wrapped in a brown paper bag. What is going on? I'm just blowing up over here. Um, well, that was kind of hot. Uh, thank you for calling in. Um, <laughs> and that was Horror Movie Horse. Thanks for calling in. We'll see you next time. 
we'll see you next time on the next episode of Horror Movie Talk. Um, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you can leave reviews. Um, share the podcast with a friend. That's how we grow. Um, I know some people are bothered by the the expansion of ads in the episodes. Um, I'll say, yeah, I get it. You know, if, if it's not your game to press the fast forward by a 15 second button a couple times, like we'll miss you. But, uh, you know, we put a lot of work into it and so I don't, I don't feel bad about getting a little money out of it. We've put a lot of work into it for a long time and we're finally getting a little bit of money to, to rub together. And the goal of that is to make the show better. And so like, if you don't support us monetarily, this is our way of rubbing two sticks together, kind of, you know? Yeah. And there's always the Patreon option, you, yeah. you know? For 22 cents a day, you can get all, every episode with no ads. Right. Zero ads, so. Less than $3 an episode, you can you can get it early with no ads. I don't know how that math works out, but okay. If it's $6 for a month, and there's four episodes a month... That's less than $3 an episode. Yeah, it's also less than $2 an episode. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> the math. How's that work? Shut up. <laughs> it's it's less than $6 an episode. <laughs> All right. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Looking for a podcast full of burps and gas, perverted cast, skinny and fat, look no further. Horror movie talk is accidentally funny, begs to donate money, fake sponsors for dummies, and so much more. New episodes every hump day, they'll pickle your dickle for foreplay. Patreon members have it your way, vote for a movie every month for the review. Chopper chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco, put your tongue through the phone hoodie Picasso, look at them hot kids swear not a pedo, got me too with Cosby eating jello, putting pop done gave Bryce flatulence, drain addict addict Dave doesn't give a shit, one through ten is it horrible or excellent, oil me up daddy is dinner rum, sun kiss, Bryce Hansen, Look at them hot kids, Chris Henson. Masturbate with a crucifix, exorcist. Face huggers, chest bursters, alien. Linda Blair peed on Sigourney Weaver. I know it's true, cause it came from social media. Patrick Bateman can't understand you. Stab you to death for rotten apple reviews. Opinionated podcaster with a doctorate. Spook allergy, doctor of philosophy. Gastritis, knee colostomy Turn Patreons into human centipedes David Doobie Day, scare him, no, no expert A global fucks hard, professional sex expert After pods, taglines, and porno flicks American Psycho, them guys pretty sick Chopper chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo Flatulence, train addict, addict, Dave doesn't give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner rubs. Nothing good happens in the woods. Always get more than you bargain for. 
got a pickle to dickle. Machines tickle bitties. Vancouver, Portland, Oregon, and Oregon's Corona, COVID, Curse, Lorona, Green River Killer, because reasons, hallway of poop monster kids screaming, it's your ordinary dingleberry itinerary, 30 day shutter and jump scares, they fucking scary, time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes, use their white socks to catch their loads, to show one titty, pretty, Paganism, you should worship. They Teflon dips. Pacific Northwest, let them see one breath. Shifty ass, stay spooky. Poor man's digress. Bugsy. HMT. Horror movie talk. Hold on, they don't like Halloween. Fuck them.